Paige, I got a joke for you. Okay, okay. I like a good joke. Go ahead. Eight in the morning. Yeah, eight in the morning. I've only had half a beer, you know. Times are rough right now. <laughs> a boy walks in on his father masturbating. Uh-huh. The boy curiously asks him, Dad, what are you doing? The father replies, This is called masturbating, son. Pretty soon, you'll be doing it also. The kid, puzzled, asks, How do you know that, Dad? The father goes, Because my arm is getting tired. <laughs> uh, uh, that's bad. Jokes for days, dude. Jokes that's for like, days. You've heard that one, I'm sure, because it's been around for like years where it's like <clears throat> three guys are sharing a bed, right? A guy wakes up, has a dream that he was skiing, right? Another guy <laughs> wakes up, says he had, I don't remember, has another dream. Same dream. Got, or no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, wait. I screwed it up. See, now this is one I probably should have looked up. Guy on the left, ah, uh, I had a dream that I got like a blowjob from some girl. Guy on the, you know, guy on the other side says, I, I got, I had a dream that I had, good, had the greatest hand job of my life. A guy in the middle says, oh no, I had a dream that I was skiing. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. It's a classic. It's a classic. It truly is. Well, Gage. I've got questions for you, sir. Oh, okay. I didn't How? mean to. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. We're going to work through them. I didn't We're work see the pedestrian. <laughs> on the podcast. That's what this podcast is actually for, is to it's work therapy. through issues it's like this. therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's therapy. But before we uh, get to the small child that you ran over, right, how it was, was... It was it was an adult. Come on. We're homeless. <laughs> Uh, I mean, preteen, you know? I <laughs> yeah. mean, it was close. It was close. Not my problem. How uh, how was Florida, sir? It was great. A couple days it was a little chilly, but uh, for the most part, we had a great trip. And talked a little bit on that last podcast, but, you know, we go every year, so it's not mm-hmm. like it's, you know... If, Nothing new. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things, if you're somebody who don't go, doesn't go to Disney World a lot and, like... It can be a total bummer if you end up with a couple cold days or, you know, because it's a big deal and it's expensive to go down there. So, you know, I get to go every year. So it's, it's sort of one of those things like we always have a good time, even even if the weather's bad, anything like that. And this year was better than most. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So especially with the, the old rocket launch. That was going to be my next question. You got to see the uh, the infamous Artemis launch. That right. uh, was rescheduled on three different occasions. Took several months to finally get this thing to launch, and even the day of the launch, they had a hydrogen leak. And the stupid fucker started leaking again. <laughs> yeah, literally like an hour before the launch. <laughs> but uh, it finally went, dude. Well, it's one of those went. things, right? They're they're. Uh... Like warranty on those, it's, the rockets expired from. Um, I think Grunman made them. I can't remember who made them, but uh, yeah, they were about to expire in December, so they had to launch the rocket. They didn't really have yep. a choice. So yep. it goes boom, it goes boom, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I'm 
I am uh, super surprised, man, in all honesty, that that rocket didn't blow up with how many problems it was having. And I thought for sure that I that know. thing was going to explode. Well, and it, it's kind of one of those things, too. Like, we kind of talked about that driving out there. Like, you know, what if it explodes? And it's kind of one of those things. It, it'd be like a bummer to an extent. But, like, nobody's in the rocket. <laughs> so you kind of want to see this billion-dollar firework go off. But right. at the same time, you're like... It's over the ocean. Nobody's going to get hurt. <laughs> like, I kind of want to watch it at least go. Maybe if it just went up, like, a mile or two and then exploded. Yeah. Yeah, like, give be perfect. it 30 seconds and then <laughs> you know, nobody's on board. <laughs> exactly. But did so, you see all the damage it caused to the launch pad? No, I didn't. So let me see if I can pull up pictures. I should have pulled this up before I didn't even think about it. Um, when it launched, it, uh, hold on, Artemis launch. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling damage. it up now. It, it like blew doors off. Like it trashed the launch pad there on 39B. Oh, yeah. Um, oh my God. It so is I'm absolutely sure, wrecked. Yeah. And so that shows you how big of a rocket that is, right? That it yeah. <laughs> blew it. And, and, you know, at least, you know, my understanding, I think Artemis 2 isn't scheduled until 2024, like early Correct. in 2024. So they'll yeah. have time to fix it. 39b there but yeah dude it like blew the doors off of stuff and blew the doors off even like the concrete is like just absolutely fucking fried right like who who would have thought that you could actually like fry concrete like this like that has to be so much pressure in which generally <laughs> man when you're launching a rocket the whole purpose of them shooting thousands of gallons of water at the base of the rocket is purposely for sound suppression and to try and avoid this from happening. I'm wondering if they severely like undercalculated the amount of water that they actually needed to like yeah, suppress the rocket. I don't know. I mean, you've seen the video. You saw how much water was pumping underneath it and stuff. Like it, it's an impressive amount of water that they dump out there, but it's still not I mean, enough. Yeah, it clearly wasn't enough. Yeah. And that's just where, I, I mean, it's literally the whole purpose of that. Some people think that it's to, like, cool down the floor or something like that. It actually has nothing to do with that. It's literally just sound damage suppression control. and damage control, and that is it. They could fucking care less about how much how, or yeah how hot the floor gets. But apparently, man, that it must have not been uh, enough water, though. Um, so then how, how was it? See, that wasn't your first rocket launch, was it? That was like the first that I've seen like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so obviously it was, it was a good one and it's one of those things. So like we talked about, we were in, in Titusville, so we were still like 10 miles from it or whatever. And like, I wasn't yeah. really expecting to actually be able to see it on the stand. Right. But you could see it and it, dude, it looked so cool. You could see it all lit up and granted it was small. It wasn't like... You know, it wasn't like we were really all that close to it, but... Right. And, you know, like, I was texting with you that night, because apparently you stayed up and watched it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah, dude, like I said, like, I had no idea how bright it was going to be, like, just sitting there. And, like, all of a sudden, it's just like, boom, daylight. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> so, not, not only, like, how bright they get, but just the... That initial shockwave that hits you, man, from just how insanely loud it is, 
And even from like 10 miles away, you can feel it like reverbing in your chest. Yeah. You well, know? and it's funny too, from that distance, you, you know, again, you don't really think, oh, it won't be that loud, but like it, it like punches you in the chest and like, it, you know, being 10 miles oh, away, yeah. it took like a minute to get there. And then all of a sudden it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you're just like, oh my God, it's like being at a concert standing in front of the speakers, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep, exactly, man. That's why I absolutely love watching these launch it rocks or these these rocket launches but these launches rocks <laughs> launch need a little uh, need a little more coffee <laughs> might need to dump a little baileys in here i was gonna say you might, a beer. You might need a little beer or something <laughs> mm-hmm. so could you imagine now living in coco beach man in that you would have to listen to that just literally all the time like You'd probably enjoy it at first and be oh, like, man, yeah. this is so cool. I'm by all these these launch rockets. And <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, I feel like after maybe like six months of it, you'd be like, okay, I'm over this shit. I'm tired of these fucking rockets, man. Someone leave me alone. I just want some sleep. Right. Please stop launching them. And you know it's only going to get worse. You know, as yeah. SpaceX continues to launch more and, you know, whatever else is going on over there, speak, you know, government projects, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, uh, exactly. Now with, you know, Artemis and all that. Yeah, that would get old in the middle of the night, but it would get really old really fast. So that that launch happened. What was that last Wednesday? Yeah, so that would have been Tuesday into Wednesday. It was at like 2 a.m. on Wednesday. Yeah, on the 16th, um, in which it was midnight here for me. But then, so this is a uh, Artemis, this Artemis launch is a 25-day mission. Right. Right. So I think it was supposed to technically take, I think, it, I want to say it was 12 days to get to the moon, and then it was going to circle, it was going to have to uh, circle around the moon twice to then basically slingshot itself back to earth and then another like 12 days back to earth or something like that so with that being said that means that artemis should be reaching the moon in which i'm trying to look it's, up the it's uh, already there and circled it mo multiple times so i think oh, has it, it okay. got there in like a couple days ago and i know it was supposed to be dropping Something ha I can't now I can't remember now. They had something like a little thing that was supposed to go down to the moon, and it sounds like yeah. it didn't work. Uh, they oh, had a couple yep. issues, yeah. Yeah, here it is. So it was actually uh, just two days ago. Um, okay. It did get to the moon, actually. Yeah, on the 23rd. Um, and it looks like, I mean, they were able to take some pictures. Yep, the, whatever it was that they were trying to drop basically didn't make it. Unfortunately, it went dead, so... A lunar they, uh, lander is what it was. It was, I don't know. They don't know what happened. Just that it didn't get communication to return. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of went dead and that was it. So, um, and then that basically means that, uh, even yesterday morning, the space, the spacecraft is more than eight days into its mission. Um, 53,000 miles already from the moon. So I think it's already on its way back. I guess, from what it looks like. So, it's exciting stuff, though, man. Yeah. Are you? Uh, do you think that you're going to go down to Florida to watch the second launch? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it, it's kind of one of those things. Like, 
you know, we just got lucky that we happened to be, you know, down there at that time that we could go for it. Like, yeah, you know, it it would be I, I'm not really willing to, you know, spend the money to go to Orlando, drive over there and then find out it gets canceled. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, my sister, you know, obviously she lives over in Tampa, but I'm not driving like three, four hours to go over to the other side, you know. So yeah, probably not. But you know, if it if it somehow pans out that I can do it, I'm gonna try. You know, that we're gonna end up being in that area. Yeah, and at least for me, man, I do feel like if because on this second one, they are supposed to be manning it, I right. believe. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I may try and actually go down for the second launch because I'd I'd like to actually see us launch some some people into space. Sure. Um. In which I was there for one of SpaceX's manned launches. Yeah. It was a Falcon 9 going to the International Space Station. And so I, there's nothing like really different about it. You know, they're a little more cautious on the uh, the safety along the coast, basically. You know, yeah. they fly more helicopters up and down the coast to make sure that nobody's staying on the beach with, like, a, a fucking RPG or something, you know? <laughs> but, and I'm assuming sure. Artemis would be the same way. They'd be pretty serious about yeah, the security, security on it. Yeah, you would yeah. You would hope. Yep, but I am, uh, I am, I think I'm going to try and get, uh, to go see the Artemis 2 launch, yeah. if I can. So yeah. I'll consider it. Now, I will say this. One of my regrets, I should have brought my camera, and I forgot to bring it. Oh, your nice camera? Yeah. So yeah. all my pictures and stuff was on my phone, and, like, you know, you don't have that much control on a phone. I can't adjust, you know, anything on it, really. No. You know, it, and when that thing goes, it's so bright. You can't, you know, you, you yeah. But uh, it looks like on your phone you're taking pictures of a street light, you know, or, or yeah, or <laughs> like a sun. It, they, <laughs> you know, the a pictures on the street light. You remember like whatever that was, like five, six years ago when we had the eclipse that came through. Yeah. And like you're trying to take a picture of it. That's what this looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks exactly like. If I compared my like. eclipse pictures to the <laughs> rocket launch pictures, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they look uh, they look pretty same same, but different, you but know. Different, but, but different. I did actually get some good shots, and somehow my dad got a great video of it. Um, but oh, your yeah. dad was there. Yeah, yeah. We oh, I didn't all know went. your dad was there. Okay. Yeah, so it was uh, me, the roommate, uh, my parents, my sister, and her husband all went, and we okay. so we were at Magic Kingdom. Until like eleven thirty, and then drove over to watch the launch, and uh, yeah, dude, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and we were so you know we're like on like Space Mountain, like waiting in line, like reading the blog, keeping up with the video, and like seeing what's going on, trying and to actually make sure the thing was gonna the fucking thing was gonna actually launch. Right. And that's actually when you texted me, we were in line or get about to get on Space Mountain, and you said that it was leaking, and then we started reading about it because. The blog was usually about 10 minutes behind the video on updates right. and stuff. But, you know, I it's hard to watch a video at Disney World. So, yeah, uh, the text came through and we're like, God damn it. But then, it, you know, obviously it still worked out. 
Yeah, and there was a lot of uh, controversy, man, on that whole thing and sending in the the red crew to actually right. go and try and tighten it and fixing it, uh, fix the thing. So, um, but it's like that's it's, their job. That's what yeah, I don't exactly. understand. Like, that's what that is what those guys are there to do. Yeah, and that's pretty much pretty much what NASA said. They were just like, okay, everyone needs to calm the fuck down. We literally hired and trained this team for literally this exact this moment. This would be like if we didn't send them in, us paying, hiring, and training someone to just go sit in a room and just say, oh, it's too unsafe anyways. Like, fuck it. Like, they were literally designed, trained for that very moment. So right. anyone that was just, like, all up in arms about sending two guys out to a uh, fully loaded rocket needs to just calm the fuck down those guys know exactly what they signed up for like nasa wasn't holding a gun to these guys' heads being like uh, a rocket car like that's what it would have been like in the soviet union if they had a leak right yeah go fix the rocket or you go into the gulag you know (laughs) that's right dude so um but yeah no it worked it was just a few bolts that need to be tightened down and then they were able to uh redo the uh the whole hydrogen refilling trickled system basically right. and got it got her off the ground dude so well it was it was uh it was definitely it was cool to watch i'm i'm peanut butter and jealous yeah i Gabe. would be too if i were you that <laughs> that i was <laughs> how kind of you that <laughs> wasn't able to make it but all right moving on to other things we happen to record we happen to be recording this episode on the day of Black Friday. And not even just the day, the morning. The morning of Black Friday. And somebody, somebody here has already done a little Black Friday shopping. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah, buddy. I've been up since three. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> what? No, no, no. no oh, my yeah. God. It's like, holy shit, dude. I'm too old for that kind of thing anymore. No, yeah. I, I only went to one store and I was in the store for all of uh four minutes probably all right what what store did you go to at what time for what and why were you only in there for four minutes all right i went to kohl's <laughs> because I wow i wanted a new vacuum <laughs> <laughs> and it was two hundred dollars off <laughs> oh my god holy shit <laughs> The life of Gage, everyone. Well, not even me. Come on now. Like, <laughs> isn't it just what being adult is? Like, whoa, that's a great deal on that vacuum cleaner. I'm going to go get it. Yep, and I'm like I, really excited to go put it together and vacuum now. <laughs> I'm sorry that this episode is uh, getting in the way of you you playing with Look, the new vacuum. It's fine. I apologize, friend. It's fine. Right? It's fine, he says. Yeah, and that it really is, man. That is just how it is uh, becoming an adult. You want to know what's sitting in my Amazon cart right now? That I was uh, not not a vacuum, close, kind of. But I'll tell you, it's uh, it's nothing fun. Oh. I can tell you that much. I have sitting in my Amazon cart right now, um, bathroom hardware set. Uh, brush, nickel, bathroom accessories, towel bars, towel rings, toilet, wow. toilet paper holders. Yep. And the other thing sitting in the Amazon cart is a brush, nickel, bathroom faucet. That is a uh, waterfall bathroom faucet pop-up okay. with a pop-up drain. That uh, Neat. 
It's just adult shit, right? That's just what... Uh, is it now? Is this going... Is this a guest bathroom? Is this going in your master bathroom? This is going in the master... This is going in the master bathroom. So me and Margaret have been... I just sent you a link to the faucet. It's kind of a cool faucet, but... Um, oh, yeah, and, sweet. Yeah, and it's uh, 40% off. It's a cool little, like, waterfall f- kind of... Yeah. I don't know, whatever faucet, but... So me and Margaret, you know, have lived here for five years, man. Margaret, naturally, now you know how Margaret is, and you know who her mother Barb is. I do, yeah. I've met him once or twice. You've met him once or twice. Now, as you know, Barb's house, we'll just say the Gojins in general, man, they were not very keen on updating their house to be, you know, a little more modern. They did not keep up with the times. In fact... Barb still has some of the original light fixtures in the house still to date that are now like 30 plus years old. Yeah, they would have been 30 years basically last month. Yeah. Yeah. And so me and Margaret have kind of this debate where I'm constantly just like, okay, I'm like, I understand that we just bought this house like five years ago. So technically, like the things that went in it were brand new. But I was like, the thing you need to understand, Margaret, is that all of this shit looks like complete fucking junk. It was literally bottom of the barrel. (laughs) I already know how my company runs. They bought the cheapest thing, probably like faucets that were $10 and, you know, whatever. Yeah, and they get a bulk discount on them anyway, you know. Yeah, because they had to deal with, like, Delta and Kohler and whatever else, right? And we even had, um, you know, like, the old, uh, like, Hollywood lighting-style vanity yeah. lights yep. with the Hollywood bulbs? Oh, yeah. yeah. I replaced mine. Like, when I bought my place, they still had them in here. Yeah. Anyway, and, go ahead. And those were the standards that we got here. That was one of the first things that I immediately swapped out in our house. And yeah. Margaret still argued it. Like, why? these? What's wrong with these ones? Ugh. And I'm just like, those are Margaret, bad. these are fucking hideous. And she's and, like, oh, I think they look great. And she still thinks our bathroom <laughs> looks great. And not that I have anything against Chrome, but Chrome is definitely not like, you know, what's in. Right, it's not the style, it's not no. the look, it's not the whatever, dude. It, it holds zero value, basically. So, I have been going back and forth with Margaret and just being like, "Babe, it's time to upgrade the bathroom." And she's like, "What? I don't understand what's wrong with it." And I'm just like, "Just don't, just don't worry about it. Just don't right. think about it. Don't right. worry about it. Let me just go buy some shit. I promise you, it's gonna look better. And all I want to do is buy some new faucets, buy a hardware set." And then add just a little bit of fucking paint to the walls, you know, and then I want to take the mirrors that we have like builder. This kind of blows my mind a little bit, man, that people do this, but builders generally buy just cheap mirrors, right? It's literally just one pane of glass, no frame to the wall with a couple clips. Yep. Yep. Glued to the wall, a few clips, whatever. Um, and Builders don't ever offer up, like, framed mirrors. I don't know no. why, knowing that everyone would buy them if they had the opportunity. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and and so, you know, I, I don't know. It is what whatever, but I told Margaret, I was like, let's just, let's just buy some satinical stuff, then 
we can take the mirrors, we'll build just a little frame for them out of wood, we'll stain them, add a little paint to the wall. I was like, Margaret, we're talking that this will cost us less than 200 bucks, right? Like, yeah. we spend... It, it looks like a new bathroom. That's a that's not even a Costco trip. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not even, dude. <coughs> and that's where, like, and I, I told her, I was like, Margaret, we spend more money on, like, one night out at a restaurant with our children than what I'm looking to oh, spend yeah. to make this bathroom literally look like brand motherfucking new, you know? So that's where literally all of my Black Friday deals are, are going, where my cash is going today sure. is updating our bathrooms. Now, Robert, um, I, I, I do have to say something. You know the color that's in right now is brushed gold, right? And that bronze brushed bronze. Not It's not... It's not brush nickel anymore. I understand, Gage. Get Thank you gold. for... Uh, Get the gold. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out, Gage. I understand. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, and unfortunately, though, and this is where, like, again, right, we kind of go back and forth a little bit, man. Um, Margaret doesn't want to up update anything at all. Right. If I had the option, man, I would be going matte black, actually, everything. Mm -hmm. I would do matte black, door handles, door hinges, matte black, door hardware, faucets, bathroom accessories, you name it. Yeah. I that That's just my style. Margaret, for whatever reason, man, and I even tried to reason with her and just be like, okay, fine, maybe matte black is a little... I can't even call it masculine because I've seen so many people. Like it's a little it. more... Yeah, I think yeah. it's a little more like modern, I guess, sure. rather than like traditional. Yeah. Um, and so I tried to even reason with her. I was like, what about Venetian bronze? Venetian bronze is a very traditional color. It looks really good. It's it's closer to black than fucking, you know, brush nickel. Right. But even that, she's like, no, I like the chrome. And I'm just like, well, I can't live with that. So I'm sorry. I'm, well, and I'm it's updating kinda, it. it now, are your door handles around the house? Are they brush nickel? Yeah, so that's yeah. the problem, right? All of my door handles, door hinges, literally every single thing that's in my house right now is brush nickel, except for a total of like four faucets, um, like two toilet paper holders, right. and a you know couple of I don't know whatever towel yeah. bars. That's it. Yeah. So at this point, man, I am so locked into uh, the brush nickel. I don't really have much of an option at yeah. this point. I Unless have to you're going to redo it. everything. Yeah, which I'm not doing that. Yeah. And it's kind of, I don't know, sometimes you can pull it off where, you know, if you're just doing it up in the master or whatever, and you can just change the handle on one side, not the other side. But once that, like if you went to gold from Chrome or whatever you went from, like once you have that gold on one door, well, then you see the hinges are brushed nickel and then you see every, you know, you can't do it. So yeah, I get that. You're kind of sometimes married to what you got. Yep. And that's where, man, if I were to swap out, let's just say the door handle, the door handle could be brushed nickel on the inside of the bathroom, but it would, you know, I don't have a way of making it, I guess, satin nickel on the outside. So it, the satin nickel handle in the in the bedroom matches the other handle in the bedroom that leads to the hallway. Right. So, yeah, at this point, man, I'm I'm just I'm locked into this brush nickel uh, color as much as I would love to go matte black or Venetian bronze. But yeah, that's uh, 
you know, that's okay. We all make sacrifices yeah, here sometimes. Yeah, those are some very adult decisions that you're going to mm-hmm. be making. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Very, very adulting. So as of right now, I'm sitting at, uh, for my Amazon, how much did you spend on your vacuum? It was 249 Regular 249. was 449 Now, here's my reasoning for it. I, uh, I vacuum a lot, first of all, just because I... This is a little bit weird, but I have kind of like hair phobia. I hate like long hair, like not on like people that doesn't bother me, but like, you know what it's like. Margaret has long hair, right? You know yep. what it feels like when Everywhere. you get hair wrapped around your toes? Yeah. Like, I, I, it's I get disgusting. like fit, like I'm like, get it off, get it off, get it off. <laughs> so I vacuum all uh, the time. Well, the vacuum I have, it's just like within a month. The brush roll is just solid hair. So Ugh. the newer sharks and stuff, they have these awesome systems that they catch zero hair and you don't have to clean it. And that's my whole goal is that I never have to tr- touch a hair-covered uh, vacuum <laughs> brush roller because I just can't stand it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like even sitting here thinking about it makes my butt sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's too funny. Yeah, and that's where, man, I that is that is one of the things, man, that I I cannot stand that I absolutely hate is um, even though me, Margaret, we've got a really nice vacuum. Mm-hmm. Um, it just came with a bunch of like good attachments and stuff yeah. that we really needed, or and some of them that we just wanted didn't necessarily need. But um, I cannot stand, dude, with having you know my wife and then two little kids, man, two girls. Yeah. I have to flip the vacuum over and use a knife to cut all the hair out yeah, of the brush. that's what I have to do, too. Almost every single time that I vacuum. Ugh. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, it doesn't bother me as much, I think, cutting it and pulling it out. Like, it's disgusting for sure. But oddly enough, man, even though it's Margaret's hair, I tell her all the time, I'm like, this is your fucking hair. You can fucking do this. She gets more grossed out touching her own hair than I get grossed really? out touching her hair. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Margaret cannot stand to clean the vacuum and like clean out her own hair. Which really? I just, yeah, I do not get it. So bullshit. I, <laughs> I think uh, I think my maybe maybe not this year, but next year. I might need to uh, buy the one of those vacuums that you I'll, got. That I'll give I, when we record another episode. A couple, you know, in a couple weeks, I'll give you a full review of it. I'm I'm really excited, and I think at your house too, because you have more, you know, kind of hard surfaces than carpet. Well, yeah. you know, you have a pretty good mix of it. The front, it's got two rollers, so one's got, like, rubber fins instead of the bristles, and then the other one is 100%, right. it's a brush roll, like, soft, like a, you know, like a paint, you know, a paint roller, a nice paint roller. Right. It's like that, and it they're supposed to be killer on hard surfaces. Yeah, and that's where, I don't, me, Margaret, we do use the vacuum a lot on hard surfaces, man, quite a bit. Um, and so, I think it was actually last Christmas because we had so many hard surfaces and me and Margaret always felt that mops were just stupid mm-hmm. and fucking pointless and gross and dirty and, and gnarly that we had decided to get, have you seen one of those like electric mops where it like has a, like the big like a cross wave just, or whatever? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So we got one of those man and 
we fucking absolutely love it, dude. Yeah. The thing is is so awesome. And you can buy these different, like, kind of more gritty pads to really kind of help clean yeah. up, like, you know, tougher stains or whatever. But those things are usually on sale. I don't know how they haven't caught on more in that mops even still exist, considering we advance technology and vacuums, we advance technology and all these different ways of cleaning and stuff. But, like... How has the mop hung around for as long as it has? Right. That's what the, I don't understand. The biggest, like, innovation <clears throat> for, like, a hundred years was the Swiffer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. And I, I do not understand how that was the case. So that was one thing that we went for immediately. The, a better vacuum that doesn't pick up as much hair, man. That's going to be my next goal for sure. Yeah. I need that in my life. Well, remind me in a couple weeks and I'll give a good review of it because... Like I said, man, I'm just like itching to go downstairs and vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> so another uh, a little change in, in topics here. Um, another thing, man, that I've really been eyeing for Black Friday that I'm I'm tempted to get. But it's kind of one of those things, man, like, do I need it? Absolutely not. But do I want it? Fuck yeah, I want it. Me, and Margaret have kind of come to the determination man that we're not like a huge fan of the uh 4k tv that we have upstairs in the living room so i'm I'm always looking at new tvs and it kind of drives me nuts in that like you know you buy and this it's the same thing with computers right you go and you buy something and then within like six months whatever you bought is completely outdated it's a piece of shit something way better came out blah 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 man i was really hoping to be able to have the patience to wait until 8K TVs became, Ad, I guess. That'll never be worth it. Yeah. Well, never worth it. Yeah. 100%. Never worth it. But eventually, it does hit a certain dollar amount where it's like, well, fuck it. I, you know, it's just the standard, whatever. Sure. Right. And I was really hoping that AK TVs like this year would become the thing of just like, yeah, AK TV, it's the new standard, you know, buy 65 inch for 500 fucking bucks because that's just how cheap they've gotten. And it's <laughs> not at that fucking point yet. And it's disappointing. But I am looking at QLEDs and OLED TVs the now, go. which is uh, it's a it's a dangerous thing to start poking around online and looking at them because um there are just so many good prices man on oled tvs right now in qled tvs so they say that generally man on paper that technically the qled comes out on top on paper but there's a lot of people especially if you like to play video games man the oled tvs are way better because they just have deeper blacks and use less power and better refresh rates better for gaming better with just pixel pixel rate refresh times and all this stuff so um i've been looking around online and of course by the time that anyone actually uh, listens to this podcast black friday will be long gone yep (laughs) so unfortunate for you but right now man they have lg oled tvs 55 inches for just under like a thousand bucks which is so tempting man right wouldn't you think just a few years ago oleds were you know three grand for that size 
yeah, three fucking grand, dude. Like ridiculous prices, right? Or like even LG has a an OLED 65 inch for twelve hundred bucks. The 4K Sony TV that I have upstairs right now was twelve hundred bucks, and I bought that on Jeez. a Black Friday, I think five years ago. Right. Um, and I'm so tempted, man, to buy a new TV, but then I'm just like. I don't know. What do I do with this other 65 inch? Fucking turn it into a computer put monitor. In, put like, it in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how, I'm but okay. Like, but like, that's what I ended up with. I had a 55, ended up getting a 65, and I put the 55 in the bedroom. And I don't ever watch it, but it's in there. And when we do watch it, it's just like, God damn. <laughs> I almost don't need my glasses to watch it. <laughs> yeah. And, and this has been, uh, you know, me and Mark, me and Margaret, definitely we wanted a, a new TV in the bedroom, so we bought a new TV like a few years, or maybe it was a year ago. Yeah, I ended up buying two TVs. I bought a TV for the basement and then TV for our bedroom. So, but now I'm like right at that breaking point of like, I've ra- I've ran out of room to to put more TVs. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with this 4K TV because. I mean, doesn't one of your daughters probably could use a TV in her room, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, a massive 4K 65-inch uh, Sony TV, smart TV. Margaret would kill me. Margaret would literally kill me. The only place that I could think of putting this would be the guest bedroom because I have a plasma, a 55-inch plasma TV hanging on the wall. Right. That's just, you know, so old at this point, it's like... I probably need to replace it. Plasma TVs aren't good at high elevation either, so. I'm surprised it's made it this long. I know. I know, right? So, um, but let me ask you this, though, Gage. Do you go for for quality or do you go for size? (sighs) So, I have to admit, I've always been kind of a a Black Friday TV person. Like, the last three TVs I've bought, they've all just been... Like, whoa, damn, eight hundred dollars for a sixty-five inch. Like, right. And yeah. my parents have always kind of been on the other end of the spectrum where they go, well, they do quality and size, but they do spend the money on a TV. And yeah. like I'll go over there and, and they do. They have a it's a sixty-five inch Bravia. It's like a Sony I can't remember. It's a couple years old now, but it was like top of the line of time, three thousand dollars. And dude, it's it's like incredible. Is it? Yeah, and like I go home and 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 I love my TV. Like I'm not gonna buy one probably anytime soon. Maybe a couple of years. But you look at the new like just a regular TV after watching like a movie on an OLED or even sports to an extent, and you're just kind of like, oh, this is kind of washed out and boring, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I think the next TV I get, I probably will go quality, you know, and actually yeah. get like a. Bravia A95 or whatever but again it, it's it's so hard to save like three grand for that or like maybe you're in the middle of saving it and then you do you see that Black Friday sale it's like wait a minute I could get a yep. 75 and, and that's it, where and, man yeah yeah and that that's where me and, and Tyler and John all have the argument where I'm kind of on the same boat like I would kind of rather have quality yeah you know, because I don't know if I really I mean, I don't know what guy says, no, I don't need a bigger TV like every every dude in the world is right. going to constantly just be like, yes, I need the biggest motherfucking TV I can get. But at what point in time, though, you do end up sacrificing quality over quantity 
and I feel like that it's like just above 65 inches, man, is where you kind of start breaking that line where it's like going from 65 to like a 77. Right. Like, holy shit, man, the extra, you know, whatever. too. The extra foot is like fucking massive, right. dude, when it's up on the wall. But well, I'm just like. And, and kind of the thing, too, once you, like you say, you get past that 65 inch, well, you're going bigger, right? But you're not getting more pixels. Okay. No. And when we're sitting around watching football through DirecTV, Comcast, even if you're streaming it, well, you're only going to be at 1080p max, right? You're yep. then stretching that 1080p to a 4K display. You get yep. that bigger screen. It's stretching looks it out even more. Worse, right? Yep. So, and that's where I get to where I'm like, I don't, well, and you know how big my place is. Like, <clears throat> I don't need, I don't need a bigger TV. I don't have the room no. for it. You know, because I can't get far enough away from the TV. There is that point where you have to kind of move back to enjoy it. And yeah, I don't have room for yeah. it. So yeah, I think next step's going to be quality. And that's where, man, like, so John, John has a 77-inch TV in yeah. his living room. And every time I'm over there and I'm watching TV, I get that feeling of like, dude, this is almost too big. Right. Like, almost too big to the point of like i don't know if i can actually sit here and enjoy it because i feel like i have to like turn my fucking head to like watch each side of the tv and you You want to just be able to sit and watch it it shouldn't be it shouldn't be like Mm -hmm. a workout you know i don't want to have to be like moving (laughs) oh oh oh, it's going that way you know like looking around at the tv (laughs) Yeah, and I think depending on the room that you actually have, I guess, that the TV is in, determines how big you could really go, right? Yeah. So, for instance, man, you know, my between my TV and the wall across from the TV, mm-hmm. I've, I've got literally it's the entire, like, width of my house, right? It's right. like I've got, like, 40 fucking feet or something stupid between the TV and the wall on the other side. So... Could I go bigger? Yeah, hell yeah, I could. Yeah. And then I could sit in my fucking kitchen staring at this 77-inch TV that's literally like 30 feet away. Right. And it would, and look, it would look really good. <laughs> it'd probably look awesome. Yeah, it'd probably look great. But Margaret says, absolutely not. The 65-inch TV is like the perfect size because that's just how Margaret is. And right. she also likes she also likes chrome fixtures, you know? It's fucking weird. So that's Surprise. where... I'm surprised you guys don't have a tube TV still. You know, I, I think know. my original tube TV from my parents' house that we got rid of in like 2004 is still sitting in the Gojin's basement right now. Yeah, it you know? it 1000 fucking percent is. I know exactly <laughs> and that bad what boy TV is you're from, talking about. My parents bought that from Sears in like the 80s. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was our TV until my parents went from a 27 to a 55. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny man and where Margaret decides to be cheap and where she decides to be expensive at <laughs> she's cheap when it comes to anything related to our house technology whatever right but then she'll blow like 40 dollars on a stupid scented candle that you could have <laughs> bought the same smell for like a dollar online right right and so that's just where that's where I battle it, because I'm like, you know, I could go upstairs right now and be like, honey, they have OLED TVs on sale. We could buy a brand new 65 inch OLED 4K for literally like 800 bucks. And 
even I could try and convince her and be like, I bet I could turn around and sell this Sony 4K TV for right. like 500 bucks. So then that way it was only like a $300 yeah, purchase. Right. She would just sit there and be like, why? Why do we need that? Why? That just seems stupid. And I'd be like, because it it's awesome because yeah, it and, looks good. And you, you how I mean, I guess it comes down to that, too, is like, how much do you use your TV? Right. It's probably on a all the lot. time. Right. All the time. And that's how I'd approach that. Like, we use this all the time. Or you just got to like what you need to do, Robert. And I know she doesn't listen to this, so she won't know. <laughs> just like every day, go, go in the settings and turn the brightness down one. One, one, and then she's like, "It's just not bright anymore. I can't see it." And be like, "I told you we should have bought that one on Black Friday." <laughs> yeah. See, and I need to, I need to start that process. I guess next year, I think I'm gonna hold off just one more year, man, okay. to see if these OLED TVs get uh, cheaper. It's either that or the one other thing that actually I've thought about doing. I love the idea of doing this. Because I know that I have the, uh, I know that the framing of my house would allow me to do this, um, but a projector. So oh, then that sure. way I could, yeah, I could choose in 4K the size of the TV that I right. wanted. Um, but the problem is that with projectors, right, you have to have either an incredibly powerful light bulb and a shitload of lumens to light or, up a projector screen in the middle of the, the day, day, right? You know, um, and where that I think that's kind of the struggle, man. Where all the projectors that you need right now are just so damn expensive sure. to get a four K, yeah, you know, you'd be looking at inch screen, like five grand, four grand, maybe to get that brightness mm -hmm. that you're gonna need in in yeah. your, in your family room there. Exactly. And that's where I think I'm kind of waiting to see, man, I want one of two things, either OLED TVs to go cheaper to where a 65 inch will cost me maybe like 500 bucks guaranteed, you know, sure. or projectors just get that good where then I could buy a 4K projector, choose the size of my TV. Right. Um, and then you, and you adjust there. it for, you know, what Super Bowl party? It's going to be big. Kids are watching TV, whatever they're watching gonna be kind yep. of small <laughs> yep exactly or or gauge or there is they are starting to make module tvs have you seen these things no yes all right this is gonna blow your mind i'm surprised that uh i'm surprised that and i guess we we'll have to talk about the the technology of this another day but they are starting to make um, module TVs okay. where you buy like one screen and then you can buy another screen whenever you wanted to. And then they, they, they click together and then you could buy like two more and you could s slowly just build up, like buy more TV screens. Oh, look at that. And click them together to then really determine the size of the TV that you want. So you could go as big or as small as you want. And it doesn't cost you a crazy amount of money because you're only buying little bits and pieces Piece here and at there. a time. Right. Yeah, you're not, like, having to buy the whole TV all at once. So, these things, man, are starting to get pretty ridiculous in size um, with these module TVs where, like, companies are buying these module TVs for, you know, like, entry rooms of corporate headquarters yeah, and right. shit. Like, TV screens basically are walls that are literally like hundreds and hundreds of inches tall, right? Just crazy weird shit. 
So this technology in these module TVs, they're still very expensive, though. But that is something, man, that I could see a technology that I could get on board with that I think will one day be awesome. The only problem is right now you can see the edging. So then when you even when you expand this TV to you're going to have some. You're going to have all these like crossbars, right? Yeah. Well, now, why now? Let me ask you this now. You know what the world's largest TV is, right? That you can buy. Uh, like 100 inches or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so Samsung makes a 146-inch TV. It's called mm-hmm. The Wall. And, the Wall, uh, that's it. You know, so now, without looking, the only place I can really find them online here is B&H Photo, which is a reputable website. Uh, how much would you pay for a 146-inch TV? 4K, of course. 4K? Yeah. Uh, man, dude, it, I bet it's like... Thirty thousand dollars, something mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Forty thousand. It's a pretty good guess. It's uh, on here for five hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a little uh, off. Eh, close enough. What's what's five hundred grand? <laughs> that's five hundred grand. Yeah, I w- I'm curious how many people have actually purchased this, or how many companies. I shouldn't say people. Yeah, there's probably not many people. You know, if you got that much money. You're not someone that sits at home watching TV all the time. No. You know? No. And, uh, you know, it's okay. So, and that's where, it, obviously, TVs will get bigger over time just based on the manufacturing process. It has to do with how they cut the glass, that kind of stuff. But, yep. um, you know, you can get a 98-inch TV for, and granted, it's still $13,000, but... <laughs> That's a little better than the uh, a little five hundred and seventy two thousand. <laughs> yeah, and at that point, man, let's just stop being stupid. Just buy a fucking projector, man. Get right. over it. Buy yeah, the and if you you know what, if you have five hundred grand to spend on a TV, you can build a theater room for a projector and actually have like a legitimate movie system instead yeah. of just buying a TV. And that's where it's, mar- it, it's like, why would why would this ever be of use? Yeah, me and Margaret talk about building a theater room all the time, man, just yeah. for shits and giggles, you know, because the kids love watching movies, you know, how, of course. I don't know, I guess, how useful that would be for how long, you know, I feel like you should really only have, like, a theater room if you are a true diehard, like, movie fan, like Nina, Nina probably needs oh, yeah. a fucking, a theater But, in her you basement. know, now, hold on, I don't mean to cut you off, but. Nina doesn't have, like, any, like, she doesn't, like, quality, that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Like. Right. So she doesn't really care. But she no. is a person who would need that. And a popcorn machine. Yeah, and a popcorn machine. And I, though, am not that kind of guy. Because I just spend all my time on the computer and video right. gaming. And I don't really care for movies. I actually, out of all the technologies that I obsess over, man, movie quality stuff and having like really nice surround sound systems not really in uh in my wheelhouse you know i got a surround sound system but it doesn't need to be top of the line yeah i've got a decent tv but doesn't need to be top of the line that's where i struggle with like buying a really nice tv because i'm like i'll enjoy it watching football you know six months out of the year and then my kids will just watch fucking frozen a thousand times over on this and they're certainly not going to be able to tell the difference (laughs) no wow dad this new oled looks great (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm pretty sure Frozen is going to look almost the exact fucking same between this TV that I have now and the new TV that I bought. So yeah, probably. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to put off, I think, the TV for one more year. But one thing, though, Gage, that I do want to buy um, two things, actually, that I want to buy. I'm really half tempted to buy them right now um, since I'm sitting here at the computer is number one. Um, as you know, comes out next Friday. I am super excited about it, Gage. I've been talking about it a lot. The Callisto Protocol comes out next Friday, sir. Did and you did you pre-order? Can you pre-order it? You can pre-order. Um, it's not on sale right now or anything like that, but um, obviously since it's hasn't come out yet, but um, I told Mitch... Mitch already broke the news that he was going to buy me close to a protocol for my my birthday that happened, you know, almost uh, a month ago. Right. Um, and so you can pre-purchase. And I think if you pre-purchase, um, I do think you get like a little, I don't know, whatever, a gun or a suit or. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. So I'm half tempted to buy that right now. And uh, we'll, we'll come back to Callisto here in just a second. Um, God of War for PC is discounted right now surprisingly not as much as i would have liked it to have been but it is discounted down to i think it was 30 dollars it's like half and price right yeah it's uh basically yeah half half price well yeah 25 percent off um it's a 50 dollars game oh, and okay yeah and that's only because the game's been out for a long time now not on pc but yeah with playstation PlayStation, yep. But it released on PC at the beginning of this year. And um, God of War, man, it got incredibly good reviews. And it was like a 10 out of 10. And then God God of War Ragnarok just came out. Um, I don't know, beginning of November, like November 9th or something like that. Yeah. And this game also has been getting insanely good reviews, like 10 out of 10. Um and so I am like, I, I am dying to play these games, man, because I grew up playing a lot of God of War. Like, I think I've played at almost every God of War game that came out, except for the one that came out on, like, I don't know, whatever, the, a smaller console. But I'm dying to play these things. I don't know if I really want to wait to play them. Mitchell happens to have both of them on his PlayStation 4, but he said that he's currently playing God of War Ragnarok, so then I can actually play it and borrow his PlayStation for... Another, like, couple of months, basically. Gotcha. I just don't know if I want to wait. <laughs> so, um, okay, but back to Callisto Protocol. I do intend on, as long as Mitch buys this for me, in which I may just buy it and then tell him to Venmo me, honestly. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't want to fucking wait. Um, your favorite part, Gage, mm -hmm. the system requirements hey are out. Hey <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. And um, the minimum and recommended ones, they are saying that about 53% uh, of Steam players will not be able to meet the recommended requirements for this. I could see that. Which is weird, though, because they're not as high as you think. Okay. The, uh, the bare minimum is a Intel Core i5-8400 or an AMD Ryzen 5-2600, 8 gigabytes of RAM with a GTX 1060, or equivalent, you know, a 
an AMD RX 580. Really? Yeah, those are just the bare minimum just okay. to play the game. Right, just to get it running. Yep. Recommended though. Surprisingly, man, not that much not that much of a jump. Um an Intel Core i7 8700 or an AMD Ryzen 5 3600, memory 16 gigabytes of RAM and then graphics card only a small jump from a 1060 to a 1070. Hmm. Um, or the RX 582 and RX 5700. Okay. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a CPU heavy game then. Yeah, very CPU heavy, which worries me just a little bit because I technically do not meet the uh, processor even recommended. Um, yeah, I, I, I blow it out of the water with the graphics side of it, but you know, I can at least push my processor into handling it pretty easily. Well, so, you know, you talk. This kind of off topic, but you know, you do you ever look at Steam's? Um, they put out their uh, hardware survey every month, basically. So yeah. the most popular graphics card on Steam is still a 1060. Yep. Yeah. Followed yeah. by a 2060, then a 1650, and then a 3060. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's where, man, I, I the 1070, and then surprisingly, so it also says you're going to need 75 gigabytes of storage, which is a, a decent chunk, um, which just tells me how, with this only being like a 12 or 15 hour video game, these graphics have to be fucking unreal, man. Like, just ungodly insane, right? Right. Um, and the... I've been trying to find the uh, high specs on it um, and, and what they're actually requiring for this thing. They've got the system requirements, but they haven't really released, uh, you know, where they're recommended, but they haven't really released, like, if you want to push this thing on ultra graphics, what are you going to need? I'm just going out on a, on a whim here, and I'm guessing that you probably need, a, you know, a 20 series RTX to push this thing. Um, I haven't actually found if whether or not it has, um, ray tracing or not in this game, but, um, just from pictures that I've seen and stuff, the releases of it, I think it has ray tracing capabilities. I so would, I'm assuming I would think so. A, yeah. Yeah. So I think bare minimum, you're going to need a 20 series for this thing. So, um, that comes out next Friday. Uh, by the time that y'all are listening to this thing, it'll be, uh, coming out today i guess yeah right yeah so it's exciting um, now is that is that a 60 dollar game 60 dollar video is. game okay yeah a lot of video games man are going up in price um yeah there's got you're seeing those 70s now especially on console yeah and i mean they had to justify it somehow man it's not even just the cost to do all this shit i mean co inflation cost of living has gone up it's you know the gaming industry as we all know and has really struggled to find uh, quality quality workers um and there's they're just having to charge more for yeah. this stuff now and i get it i mean you think about so do you remember back like nintendo 64 days games were 70 80 bucks because you know, they had to make a special cartridge and there was a lot of stuff in that cartridge just for the game. So, you know, it made sense when everything went to CDs and DVDs and, and Blu-ray discs, the price went right. down clearly. Well, you know, now it's $70 and you're just downloading it. So it's kind of one of those things a little goofy. But yeah, you're, you're totally right. I mean, 
I guess I don't have a problem paying ten extra dollars if it's a quality game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you think about yeah. if you're paying seventy bucks, we talk about this all the time, and you play it for a hundred hours, like get you know, that's like sixty cents per hour played. Like that's totally worth it. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. And it's the thing that people forget, man, is that. Even after the game releases, man, when you buy the game, you didn't just buy like the work that went into it right then and there prior to you buying it and playing it. Like there's a lot of work that happens sure. after that. You get and all the patches still, and all that stuff. They still have to pay all those engineers, man, to fucking right. do the patches and fix it and keep it up to date and put in new content like that all costs money, bro. And, and back in the day, Nintendo 64, PlayStation 1, all those older, you know, there were no updates. Like, you got the game, if there was a big bug, fucking sucks. Sorry, you know. That's it. Game <laughs> over. Where yep, now, yeah, exactly. you're right. You, you know, and I don't want to pay $70 for a game I can play in 15 hours. You know right. what I mean? But depending on what it is, might be worth it, right? Oh, yeah. For me, in the Callisto Protocol, man, huge fan of the Dead Space series. I'm super excited to play this one, assuming that it's going to be pretty awesome so um yeah i'm just and plus on top of that guess i don't really give a shit how much i pay because i'm not actually paying for it mitch <laughs> right. already told me he's gonna buy it so you could buy like the deluxe <laughs> day one package all right mitch uh, 120 bucks half <laughs> it up buddy and that's where i i think man for the very first video game that comes out though like i need to see how the callisto protocol comes out because it I, for all I know, I could be incredibly wrong. I kind of doubt that it's going to be trash, considering how successful Dead Space was. Um, but I have I have a really hard time paying $120, $150 or whatever for a deluxe edition on a video game that's A, going to only be 15 hours long, and B, no idea how good the game is going right. to actually be. You know, right. I mean, I think, I think no matter what, you kind of take that risk. It's a gamble in buying deluxe edition of any video game, not knowing how it's going to really come out, you know? Um, Dead Space 1 was awesome, Dead Space 2, eh, Dead Space 3 was fucking amazing, so, well, nonetheless, though, we'll give a a pretty solid review of this uh, video game, not, it'll be on the next episode, I guess, that mean you record, Gage, but, yeah, um, probably, or or two, two, maybe maybe two away, yeah, yeah, depends how we record these, yep, exactly, Did you now there is the steam they have their fall sale going on right now. Did you buy anything? No, I was no, I was poking around on that just a little bit right before we got on. And um, there's some some good stuff, man. Like I said, God of War, um, Amazon's game, New World, I guess, has been gotten, you know, they kind of been fixing it up a little bit. I guess it's it's a decent game now, but that's on sale. Planet Zoo is always a uh, a good discounted game. Um, Civilization franchise is on sale. Borderlands franchise is on sale. Age of Empires, Star Wars, all of those franchises are uh, having deals right now. So, um, oh, and then Doom too. Yep. The uh, Do- Doom franchise. Those. Yeah, and then it was Cyberpunk was on sale too. I don't know if it still is. So I bought that finally for thirty bucks. So it was half off. Oh, nice. So, there you go. Yeah, I played yep. it the other day a little bit. Seemed cool. But then my... I usually... I, I don't know about you, but a lot of times on games, I like playing, at least on the computer, I like using my Xbox controller just because I can kind of lean back and, and enjoy my time a little more than sitting up here on the keyboard. And uh, yep. 
so then the batteries died and I just I haven't I haven't changed the batteries yet so <laughs> I haven't played it yet again <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah see and I I think man I may actually because I don't know if you remember but I went back and I played uh I bought a doom eternal mm-hmm um, but I think when I bought it, I, I didn't realize that I had only purchased one of the, like the right, the expansion packs, the expansion yeah. packs, but I didn't buy the base game. And then somehow they allowed, they still allow you to go bu- play the expansion packs without having the base game. So I couldn't play the base game. So I may go back and actually buy Doom Eternal, just like the standard edition. Yeah. So I can actually play the fucking campaign. So, yeah, um, I would say the Doom Eternal the actual game is way better than the the expansions, the DLCs that came out later. I've, I've played them all, one and two of the expansions, but uh, they're still pretty good. But definitely the the main game is where it's at. The campaign. Yeah. 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 And it, that one's it's kind of one of those games where it, it's kind of like a 20 hour game. It doesn't you right. don't get well, maybe a little bit longer. You don't get you're not getting 60 hours of playtime out of it. But the fun thing is, is like as you go through it, you're getting the cheats. You can go back and play levels where, you know, where you shoot a demon or whatever. They blow up in confetti and the crowd goes, yay, yay. you know, and there's stupid fun stuff like that. So I'd go back. Yeah. You know, it's a good uh, it's a good uh, stress reliever. <laughs> just play yeah, on exactly. cheat codes and you can just punch anything and kill it. <laughs> yep. Exactly, and that's where I I may go buy that God of War. I may hold off on. I really want to buy, obviously, all this bathroom shit like we were just talking about. Right. But I I think out of everything, man, I may go buy yeah either Doom or Eternal just because it's a nice old ten dollar game. Um, I enjoyed even just a little bit that I played of the of the DLCs. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I don't I don't know if there's really anything else that I'm gonna go buy since Callisto comes out next week, but. Yeah, I'll probably do more a little uh, like Christmas shopping because like my grandma wants cameras and and like a a video doorbell at her house and stuff and they're all on sale right now. So if I can save 50 bucks on something like that, I'm going to buy it now, you know, but I'm probably not going to buy myself anything else. I got a vacuum. I got floors to clean. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't want to keep you waiting then, Gage, so. Okay. Um, (laughs) I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone, on another episode. Tech Brews Games. Be sure to go to anchor.fm and, uh, yeah, you guys know the drill. All five of you, I mean, 5,000 of you listeners. 50. We'll see you guys. 50,000. 50, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Later. Later.